Welcome to episode 67 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Clean Your Window. Today I'll be looking at episode 1 of season 3 of the Andy Griffith Show, Mr. McBeavy. I'll be also looking at scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. At the beginning of today's episode, we see Opie playing in the backyard with Blackie, his imaginary horse. Andy comes out and tells Opie it's time for breakfast, but not before making Opie tie Blackie up outside. We see Barney come in, and he makes himself at home with a cup of coffee. Opie starts talking about Blackie, and Barney quickly wants to see Blackie and sees how good he is with horses. Once Barney, Andy, and Opie get outside, Andy is finally able to explain to Barney that, well, Blackie is make-believe. Of course, this aggravates Barney, who feels like he's been misled about the whole story. Back at the courthouse later, we see Opie bringing in some letters to Andy while he and Barney are cleaning out some filing cabinets. Andy tries to get Opie to help at the courthouse, but Opie says he has to go help Mr. McBeavy. When questioned about him, Opie tells Andy and Barney that he walks around in treetops and wears a silver hat. Barney and Andy come back to the house for lunch, and we see that Opie comes in with a hatchet that he's received from Mr. McBeavy. Andy isn't convinced that Mr. McBeavy is real and thinks maybe Opie found the hatchet and makes him return it. In the next scene, we see Opie bringing back the hatchet, and Mr. McBeavy gives Opie a quarter for her payment for helping him. When Andy comes back to the courthouse, Barney tells Andy that he thinks Mr. McBeavy is real, and he plans on proving it by asking Opie questions about him. When Opie does come into the courthouse, Barney gets Opie to identify Mr. McBeavy. Opie starts telling him how Mr. McBeavy's real, and he starts giving him a good description. And we learn that, well, he jingles when he walks around because he's got 12 extra hands on his belt, and also that he can make smoke come out of his ears, which we he learned from the cannibals. Opie also tells how nice he was and how he give Opie a quarter for helping him. Andy still doesn't believe in Mr. McBeavy, and he wants to see this man who give Opie a quarter. Unfortunately, before Andy can meet him, Mr. McBeavy has to leave to go somewhere else for his job. After not being able to find him, Andy takes Opie home and sends him to his room for punishment, and possibly a whipping for lying. Andy tries to get the truth out of Opie, or at least what he thinks is the truth, but Opie still contends that Mr. McBeavy is real. When Andy comes down from talking to Opie, we hear that Andy hasn't whipped Opie. In fact, he didn't punish him at all, and he even goes as far as telling Opie that he believes him. Then we hear Andy say what I believe to be one of the best lines from the show. When asked if he believes in Mr. McBeavy, Andy's response is, No, I do believe in Opie. With that line, Andy goes back out in the woods. While walking around trying to figure it out, he blurts out Mr. McBeavy's name and, well, surprisingly, he gets an answer from the man himself, who comes down out of one of the trees to introduce himself. The epilogue shows Andy coming back into the courthouse excited, trying to explain to Barney how he met Mr. McBeavy. Barney thinks Andy is, well, he's gone crazy, and has Andy sit down and relax, and he calls Doc Harvey to have him give Andy a checkup. Andy plays up with the fact that Barney thinks he's crazy, and, well, he continues on telling how Mr. McBeavy was real, and Barney continues to the story, you know, trying to make Andy relax. When the phone rings, Barney answers it, and he comes to find out that it's Mr. McBeavy. And at this point, we see that, well, Barney's world gets turned upside down as he tries to process everything all at once. The scripture I want to look at today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. 
As Paul writes to the believers in Corinth, this chapter starts off with Paul writing of love. He writes of all the spiritual gifts that people have, they were useless if they weren't done with love. Paul writes on the characteristics of love, a chapter I'm sure we've all heard or you know read or you have know, heard preached about. Paul is writing here that our knowledge is limited, but one day we will have full knowledge of God and His wonderful works. In our episode with Mr. McBeavy, we see that Mr. McBeavy starts out as a mystery to Andy and Barney. They believe he's something that Opie's made up, but when Opie reveals a hatchet and later a quarter that's given to him, the mystery deepens. At one point, Barney comes up with a plan on how to get more information about Mr. McBeavy, and, well, he has Opie describe him. Of course, the description starts off pretty normal until Opie happens to mention Mr. McBeavy's extra hands that it's on his tool belt, and then he decides to look into Mr. McBeavy himself. And Andy takes Opie out into the woods where Opie received the quarter from. When Mr. McBeavy can't be found, Andy takes Opie home and decides to punish him and feels that Opie has lied to him. Andy talks to Opie, and I believe he realizes that Opie's a good kid, and he's never really lied to Andy when no one put on the spot. Andy comes downstairs and utters those famous words how he doesn't believe in Mr. McBeavy, but he does believe in Opie. And then he goes out to, to do some thinking, and what I call some soul-searching, and well, he finds Mr. McBeefy. How many times do we think that we have all the answers just to figure out that, well, we didn't really know as much as we thought? Many times people make snap judgments about things or people based on not having enough information. There's a story of a woman who criticized her neighbor who was hanging out her laundry on the clothesline early one morning. The lady couldn't believe how her neighbor was hanging out her white clothes and they were so dirty and you know she didn't clean them. A couple of days later, the same thing. The woman started talking to her husband about how the lady, you know, hang up her dirty clothes on the line to dry. The next week again, the woman was cooking breakfast and sees her neighbor hang out her dirty clothes, causing the woman to complain to her husband again. While she's sitting there finishing breakfast, her husband gets up, goes outside. He gets a ladder, sets it up next to the kitchen window, and cleans the kitchen window. Then the woman was able to truly see how clean that her neighbor's clothes were. Andy couldn't believe in Mr. McBeavy because, well, he didn't see him at first. But later, metaphorically, he, his eyes were open to see that Mr. McBeavy did exist. Paul writes that one day, the things that we know in part, we shall know in full when God reveals them to us. But I believe it'll only come when we stand before him in heaven one day. We often form opinions about food, places, things, and people based on what we've heard others say or what we think about you know, these things based on their looks. Unfortunately, many times we don't know the full story and we make bad decisions based on what our view of the truth is. Sometimes we see through a glass darkly or in this woman cooking breakfast's case, a glass dirty. Hopefully we'll make the best decisions we can on what information we have. But let's not forget that we don't always have all the information. Remember, one day somebody will clean that window for us and we'll be able to see everything the way that we should. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a rating. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll be looking at Season 3, Episode 2, Andy's Rich Girlfriend. And until then, thanks for listening.